to RPG Cast 643, the week of August 20th, 2022. I am your host, Anna Lee We are here to talk about video games. No, we're talking about old 80s comedies. No! Meant for kids. Chris discovered... That you haven't seen anything. Not only have you not seen Goonies 2, which is horrific, you also haven't seen Short Circuit, Short Circuit 2, Flight of the Navigator... I Chris, I, there is no Goonies 2. That's an NES game. I'm sorry. I said Goonies. I meant um, the Gremlins 2. I haven't seen oh. the first Gremlins you don't either. need to. You don't want to see the first Gremlins. Yeah, We're, the first Gremlins is a horror movie. That's more scary. You, it is. Anna, it, part of me getting you to trust me that Gremlins 2 is okay for you to watch is me also making sure that it's clear that I do not agree that Gremlins 1 is okay for you to watch. Like, I do understand... That's scary things are bad for you. This is why Gremlins 1 is not okay. Gremlins 2 is okay. And no, you don't need to see the plot of Gremlins 1 to understand anything about Gremlins 2. I know the plot of Gremlins. It does, yeah, you the feed them after version. Yeah, feed them after after midnight, blah blah blah, right? Yeah. Perfect. You're caught up. You're ready for the Muppets in Gremlins 2. Um, has she seen Howard the Duck? No. She has not seen Flight of the Navigator. She has not seen Batteries Not Included. <laughs> So has, have you seen the Goonies every period. few months that like I just didn't watch movies in the 80s. And so next all thing, of a sudden he wants to run through these 300 movies that he watched as a child and I have not seen any of them. It's just have you seen Small Wonder? No. The TV show with the little Android oh, don't girl? Make, don't make her watch that. That show's garbage. It, but she hasn't seen anything. No, I didn't watch TV as a child. And when I did, it was stuff that my mom wanted to watch. So, like, I watched Star Trek. Did you watch Elf? Uh, You've made me watch Elf. I did not make you watch Elf. Yes, <laughs> There's no way I made you watch Elf. Anyways, I wouldn't make myself watch we Elf. We are here <laughs> to talk about video games with me. I'm Anna Marie Privetier. Hi, Anna Marie. I'm Chris Privetier. And Hi. Kelly Rye. Hi. Hi. So I'm going to jump into what I've been playing because I've been off for a few weeks. I won't cover everything. Um, The two things that I want to cover is um, I started Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. You are totally right, Kelly. I totally adore that game. And then Chris derailed me. Oops. Because I'm in like the second to last dungeon of Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. And Chris whips out his iPad and goes, I can't believe you haven't been playing any Octopath. Um, because now she Octopath Active. Traveler uh, Champions of the Continent came out on mobile a few weeks ago and he just expressed surprise that I had not played it and I was like oh yeah I heard there's a reroll mechanic but I don't think I got far enough to get to it and he's like it's right after the intro I'm like oh okay let me reroll my characters and so I rerolled my characters and I'm like I'm just gonna play a little bit and I'll play it at night when I'm not playing Sakuna Rice and Ruin and now we're a week later and I've played 50 hours of it so I have finished uh, all three of the original main stories. So I have finished uh, fame and power and wealth. And now I am working through the master of all content. Vaughn is yelling at me for game shaming you, but like I turned you on to it as turned it into an obsession for you. So I think that was a good thing I did. <laughs> um, so basically that has been like my last two weeks. There was a big anniversary at my work and that kind of chewed up a lot of my time in the last month. And so now that that anniversary has passed, I actually have time to play video games again, which is very nice. Um, I'm also still playing Shop Titans here and there. It's something that I kind of have on in the background while I am playing other games. So I kind of play it as a semi-idle game, even though it is not She's really already intended. played it f- until she was sick of it on iPad. Now she's playing it on PC. Um, I think the problem that I had when I originally played it on iPad many years ago is I caught up to all of the current con- content. And then I was like, well, I have nothing to do, so I'm going to stop playing the game. And then I just kind of forgot to go back to it. It's like it's not even that good of a game. I'm enjoying it. You know, Vaughn just yelled at you for game shaming me. Yeah, and then you agreed (laughs) with my statement that it was did you a good service in the end. And I'm trying to do you a good service again and get you away 
from the game that I'm enjoying Shop Titans and into Cosmic Star Heroine. Uh, I... Oh, wait, you tried that. You didn't like it, didn't you? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least you tried it. There's and other ones you haven't made. tried. Okay. Things you haven't. Did you watch the Neverending Story? Uh, is that the one about the kid that rides the big, the big, dog? the big dog dragon? Yeah. Yeah, you think so? Okay, cool. I'll take that. Labyrinth. Have... No, 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 no. Uh, Kelly, what have you been playing? Um, uh, Kelly, have you seen Labyrinth? Yeah. Oh God, yes. That's one David of my Bowie? favorite ones of all time. Anne, have you seen Labyrinth? I don't know, and I don't care. Willow. You remind me. Did of you babe. watch Willow? Just what have you been playing, Kelly? I set Chris up for a joke. Chris, you remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Voodoo. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I saw my baby crying hard as babes could cry. Are we doing David Bowie jokes now? I don't. I don't know. I know that that soundtrack is full of bangers. Yeah. Anna, Secret of Nim with the mice, the animated one. Yes Kelly, or no? What have you been playing? Is that a no, Anna? Uh, more, more Xenoblade Three. I am. <laughs> I hit chapter five. I was still like, okay, I'm gonna power through the story. I'm so over leveled. And then um, you get a boat in chapter five, and it's like, oh, I've got to explore. You're on a boat. On boat. Yes, you're on a boat. I'm on a boat. Do you have your flippy floppies? No, I don't have flippy floppies. I don't have boat shoes. That sucks. Yeah, you're still on a boat. Um, I want actually let me before I do anything Xenoblade video related, make sure it's not super spoilerific to show some yeah. Boat footage. Yeah, because at the end of chapter four, man, that there's some uh, war dump going on. Um, you you find out some stuff, and then I actually you boat around spoiled. and find out. Yeah, here's a picture uh, of the boat, and we'll just go with that boat picture. Uh, that- that boat controls like garbage, by the way. <laughs> the boat has boat tank nah. controls? Yeah, it's got tank controls, but it, the tank controls are based off of where the camera is pointed. Oof. And the camera doesn't always like correlate to what, which way you're going. And I've got the map up because I'm trying to fill out all the map. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, the boat is not going where I was. Do you, do you ever feel like this game does not understand that completionists exist? Yeah. Any of these Xenoblade games. It's like, are they toying with us and they know and they're in on the joke? Or do they just not realize that our compulsive personalities are the ones that play their damn games? Well, it's not just that. I only get really completionist when I'm enjoying a game. So the fact that I'm enjoying this one, it's like, I, I got to do it all. I've just, I've got to. Kelly, I keep finding new areas of the map I haven't fully mapped out. <laughs> and then you get access to a class called the Soul Hacker. Oh, no, I don't have that yet. Um, That was the one that I told Oh, you told you, me to get? Yeah, that yeah, I'm com- can, coming up against a- very soon, yeah. Yeah, you don't get access to it until after Chapter 5, after you get the boat. It's in that area. But the Soul Hacker is basically a blue mage where every single named mob that you kill, um, you can learn one of its abilities. Do I have to go kill them all again now? Yeah, but <sighs> like the lower level ones are easy to kill, but there's also people who have made builds. It's just the time that I don't want to spend. Yeah, and the I was trying to do this on my phone. The build list was incredibly annoying because it's like, okay, go find this name mob. Well, this name mob isn't available yet. And the build and list I'm is spoilerific, to... right? Is that what was spoiling you, this build well, list? That was No, the spoilering was me being an idiot because I was looking up a... Uh, um, look up anything. Cla- Just finish the story, then look up optimizations. Classic uh, a tier list. And it was like, oh... Crap! I just spoiled some, some uh, classes people who join slash yeah. people you get later on. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. It, it, at the very least, it kind of confirmed something that I expected. Mm-hmm. So, um, trying to be intentionally vague. Yeah, there. don't say anymore. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the that, well, not only that, the soul hacker class is a pirate. You've got anchors for weapons. Oh, shoot. Okay. I bet you I know what portrait that is, which means 
I was wrong about one of the theories I gave you last night. Okay, that's great. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. See, I had to bite my tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but also, yeah. You, you tell me when you get that that character. I will. Also, that I will. That character's story is really funny. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm dealing with um the the number eleven associated character right now. I don't know who that is. Okay. No. Well, we'll talk offline. Okay. But yeah, oh my god, this this game. What what has this game done to me, Chris? I Everything. cannot put it down. <laughs> I can't I, I stop cannot. playing this game, Kelly. I'm enjoying it can I. as much as I enjoyed um Monster Hunter. So this is good. And yeah. the music's so good. Yeah. I'm annoyed because my Monster Hunter amiibos got here yesterday. Oh my gosh, Kelly! Anna is so distracted and disinterested in our Xenoblade conversation, she just posted amazing artwork of Red 13 with babies. Wait, what? Yeah! Look in our <laughs> Twitter. Do this to me Look in our Discord show. chat. <laughs> and she complete. Oh. All right, Anna, the- as penance, have you or have you not seen The Secret of Nim? Uh. <laughs> The problem is, is I think that I have, but it could That's just okay. be me remembering Fraggle Rock. Uh, that well, I mean, as far as Ma- well, one's animated and one isn't. Yeah, Secret of Nim is, is animated uh, mice with with kind of depressing story, as opposed to if you laughed, then you saw American Tale, which was the Fievel movies. Or the second one I, where Fievel's in the Old West. That's the There Are No Cats in America dance. I, I yeah. don't like that movie because of the anti-cat sentiment. <laughs> A lot of movies in the 80s really vilified cats, and I don't like it. And do you see these Red 13 pictures, Kelly? I see Picture? your jobs. Isn't that great? I need to make that my phone wallpaper. I like that they gave one cat long hair to show that it's a girl cat. <laughs> <laughs> like what or maybe not i'm not sure what's going on here maybe i'm well, misinterpreting um, red canonically had a mate that you only ever saw in one of the mobile games oh okay um i still don't know how red got the bracelets on that still confuses me i i don't know oh well i mean Bugenhagen had thumbs so Bugenhagen, hogan hogan yeah his grandpa that oh, was human right okay right Bugenhagen was a human Hugenhagen uh, is the guy who shows you the planetarium, I think. Yeah, that's a that's a human. I don't know. It was just it a counts as one. Yeah, no, this is. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Anna. I think it's a human riding a sphere, but you know, as much as Final Fantasy VII, anything makes sense. Yeah, that was just a blob of polygons. Who knows what the hell that was? <laughs> Fair enough. My point exactly. Um, but yeah, what, what were we talking about aside um, from 80s Red stuff? Red 13, apparently. Oh, uh, Xenoblade. Yeah. So, um, and then not only that, you get, so I did Uni's side story, which makes her ba- base class go up to level 20. Ooh, I haven't unlocked any of those yet. That sounds good. Um, so it's like, oh, I'm I am obsessively maxing out all of these classes, and apparently they're going to get upgrades. So maybe I need to cool it on that. <laughs> well, I mean, if they get upgrades, then you only have to work from the upgrade forward. I I know. It's just I don't know why I'm obsessed with getting all the classes. I I agree with you, Kelly. It's just like the first time I play a game like Final Fantasy V, I have to max out all the jobs on all the characters. Yeah. It's just required. That's the only way that's the canonical only way. This is the way. This is the way I have spoken. Oh, but I, I did boot up something else slightly different. I um I booted up Mary Skelter on Yay! my Vita because so during backtrack a couple of weeks ago, we got on a tangent because um Matt was talking about when he finished the Alliance Alive and he said that he finished this game while Mike I, I how do you pronounce his last name? Mikey. Mike Minky, Minky. Um, yeah, it's, went on it's like monkey, but with an E instead of I think it's like, meh, 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 Minky. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, wait, that's what it was. Phil bought Mike Mary Skelter because it was like $10 on PSN. 
And that started an entire year of pain and headache. <laughs> and, you know, Wheels is on the well, show. Well, no wonder he dropped off the internet. Um, Wheels is on the show. Pascal is on the show. We get on a complete side tangent about dungeon crawlers. To, to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm pulling up the list right now. Next year, we're doing a dungeon crawler backtrack to air all this baggage. <laughs> <laughs> So then I figure out, well, how, how the hell am I going to play Mary Sculptor? Because I have it on Switch, but I have it on Vita, but I don't know where the cart is because I stuck the cart in a box. So I'm just going to buy buy it again on Vita because it's only like 10 bucks. I discovered that buying games on Vita is not easy these days because you've got to put like 15 bucks in your wallet and you can't even do it from the site. You have to do it from the PS5. So, long story short, I bought it on Vita, and I've been playing it, and from what little I've played, I only finished, like, the first dungeon. I'm actually kind of enjoying it, because the story is very interesting, and the characters are kind of interesting, and the mechanic is kind of fun. So, Anna, you were 100% right. Yay! Now, I don't know what kind of jank I'm going to get into later on, because I know um, Mike said that he was get, got into some major bugs. And uh, other yeah, issues. the the bugs are kind of weird because it feels like you run into absolutely no bugs or you run into absolutely every single bug. Y you hit the bug branch all the way down to the bottom of the tree. <laughs> so um, we're, we're going to see how that goes. I haven't been playing very much of it because, like I said, I've been addicted to Xenoblade. So I've mostly been playing this either in the car while we're driving around or at night before bedtime um i we're going on a road trip on labor day weekend so i might get more into it then or you know i might play 30 minutes of it and then fall asleep because that's how road trips usually go with me but we'll see um i bought the i i think i bought barry sculptor too a long time ago because it was on sale for like stupid cheap and then three uh or finale was on sale this week and i picked that one up too um, have include you finished the first two yeah barry sculptor one did inc include the first two but the the um oh finale doesn't switches... include the first two i don't think so hmm. but the okay. the switch is also kind of occupied at the moment oh so we'll see. I, I'm enjoying it th thus far. Um, Wait, where are you playing it then? My Vita. Vita. The first one. The first one. Oh, you're playing the old ones. Okay. Yeah. And was the, the wrap up in part three satisfying as far as story goes? I haven't finished finale. Oh, okay. It is so long. All right. Also, there's a weird bug in the Switch version where... Um, one of the dungeons is a thousand times brighter than it's supposed to be, and so I could really only play it in small chunks. Is it this dungeon? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Because this one's already pretty dark. Yeah, bright. so <laughs> that's bright because it's been sprayed with blood. Okay. This is like powerfully, overwhelmingly. Can you just, just turn the brightness down on the switch? I and I had to oh. for to to actually play it. But yeah, there's a dungeon where the backgrounds are white. It it sort of looks like hospital rooms. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure it's been in this video at some point. But um, yeah, it is so unbelievably bright in that dungeon that I, yeah, I just turned the brightness of the switch all the way down and it still feels overpoweringly bright. I don't know why that reminds me of the bugs that I had in that Astria ascending game where the volume kept creeping up. Oh, that's funny. That was funny because that was so gradual that I th honestly thought I was losing my mind. It's getting louder. I feel like, the, no, the, the, the cats sit on the remote because sometimes the cats do sit on the remote. No, it's the and cats who are volume. wrong. Say what? It's the cats who are wrong. <laughs> I mean, my cat, I don't know about your cats, but my cats do stuff like that all the time. Mm -hmm. Chris so does on my the butt. controllers. Yeah, it's my butt usually that does it. In the middle of a boss fight, cat steps on the remote and changes the input. I'm like, no, cat, get off the remote. Are you sure that isn't, you're not playing a Metal Gear game and it's part of the story? You know, that could have been. That, that's true with me back in the day. 
Hideo One. Like, no. Um, f- f- funnily it, enough, the uh, I had that TV. It, I had a TV that did that. He totally got me. <laughs> um, the Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem didn't screw with me because mm. uh, my TV didn't look like that at all. Ah, all right. I did fall for my uh, thinking that my saves got destroyed, though. <laughs> I hate that Nintendo uh, has a patent for that. I miss games that screw with you. Nintendo has a patent for that. Yeah. Um, that's why nobody's made a spiritual sequel, because something about um, sanity effects, Nintendo has a patent for. Hmm. Uh-huh. Who made yeah. Eternal Darkness, though? That was... Um, Silicon Knights. Yeah, that's not Nintendo. No, but they published it. They may Still, have the rights to the to the patent for something they published. I don't know. I mean, effects patent Nintendo. I mean, you're gonna have to look it up. This this is just. Yep. Well, there is definitely. Yep. No, it's right here. Sanity system for video games held by Nintendo. Nintendo of America specifically. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Josh could tell us more, Bali. Mm-hmm. Issued in 2005, which means in 2027 it'll expire. So, okay, so then we can finally get a sequel. Just like to... the this is uh, Namco had that patent for video games during loading times, mm-hmm. and it's expired now, just in time for loading times to no longer be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tam says, "How did Zboid get around this?" Then I don't, I don't know. What do you I mean? Know, I didn't know Z-Boy did this in one of his games. One of it would have done. It would have been Cthulhu saves the world. Okay. Probably. So, sanity and insanity are like a positive negative stat in Cthulhu saves the world that you can um, flip. And this idea of having a positive or negative score that changes your state is in all of their games. They just call it different things in different games. Okay. Yeah, because I think Cosmic Star had a similar... It does, yeah. It's an elemental. So in Cthulhu Saves Christmas, it's an elemental flip. And then in uh, Cosmic Star Heroine, it is a, like, a, it's like a jive flip. Okay. I forget what it's actually called. <sighs> yeah, gotcha. it does look easy enough to just not call it sanity and probably get around this. But this is a summary, so I don't know. I'm not a patent lawyer, so... Yeah, we need Josh, but Josh is <laughs> next time away. He's, he's not a patent lawyer either. No, but he works in the patent's office. He right. knows way more about this than we do. True. Probably enough to be like, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to need a lawyer. <laughs> I mean, this lawyer. isn't his area of patents, so he probably will be like, eh, don't take any of my advice, but... I'm sure he's going to say that regardless, Anna. (laughs) Yeah, but he definitely has more knowledge on this particular subject than any of us combined. Than all of us combined. Yeah, it still cracks me up that he says that there are people that work in the patent office that don't have certain sites blocked because they have to look up stuff for that particular Mm -hmm. area. Um, He was talking about there are some people that are just like assigned to adult entertainment items. Yeah, that's yeah. And yeah, they just like have this weird bookmark look of like BDSM sites and stuff. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and I want to know how you get mm, that job. Haven't seen this before. Approved. Um, I think he said one of the, the one of the specialties that people who do that have to have is in like plastics and other materials. Oh, like so like it isn't just like you're, you know, you're super into so you need you can't just be kinky you have to be a kinky chemical engineer <laughs> I have to wonder if that sort of position attracts people that are like uh asexual or aro more than people that are like heck yeah you, you know it wouldn't surprise me the people that just give no craps oh boy because, you know, my job is writing copy for sites, and we, and one of the sites we used to work for was a medical site. And we'd get stuff all the time, like sex pillows or sex positioning pillows and other various things. Um, and, and we is, had to tell Is people, sex like, position the part of the porn where they justify why the plumber doesn't have any pants on? 
I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know what, Chris? I'll explain it to you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we had to turn people down all the time for that kind of stuff. So, and right. it got awkward. Uh, we should jump into the question of the week. Oh, is it about porn patents? No. Oh, too bad. <laughs> uh, very weird of kind of, very different kind of kink here. Uh, apparently you guys asked, have you ever felt bad about killing a character? In <laughs> Should we have asked if you ever felt good about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, killing Garage Hellscream was pretty satisfying. I thought that happens in a novel. No, it's in no, a cutscene. Oh, right. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to say Garage has died several times. <laughs> yeah, it's like, which time <laughs> of you killing him are you referring to? <laughs> But no, and I, I don't know if you were around. This started because um, I was playing Minecraft and I had a cat following, following me around and it teleported into my mob grinder and died. And then there was also the time that Vaughn tricked me into killing a, a cat in World of Warcraft. And I felt really bad. So we you wanted know, to some... see if anyone else felt. Anna, Anna's not even sympathetic to your plight. Wow. Yeah, I, th- I thought you'd be Wow, like, Anna, come on. No. Monster. <laughs> you know what he did, Anna? He said, hey, Kelly, come here. You see this kitty cat? Yeah, right click on it. Yeah. And then she auto-attacked and killed the cat. I was like, no. She's not paying he attention, Kelly. She's on her Discord. Stop working. I'm not working. Oh, okay. I'm telling someone that I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... From Strawberry Eggs, uh, well, you said no spoilers, so I won't mention their name. In Tales of Symphonia, you have Lloyd speak to a particular character in the city of Flanor. Late in the game, a party member will attack the others later. They will have to be killed to advance the story. The circumstances as to why this party member attacks Lloyd and the others is rather sad, too. I really like this character. I only killed them once, not even being able to finish the file to the end. Oof. Yeah, I don't know if she's talking about what I think she's talking about or not. I might have to. It sounds like you can avoid it too. Later, so. weird. Because I know a party member betrays you. I didn't know if you could kill them or not. Hmm. But anyway, we'll, we'll, I'll put I'll put a pin in that. Um, from Featherhoof, listen to y'all t- listening to y'all talk about Xenoblade <sighs> Three. I just wanted to put my two cents in. I know it feels silly to start a chain attack when an enemy has a sliver of health yet left, but the overkill EXP bonus you get from doing that is awesome. Mostly because I read that it also applies to CP. Well, I don't have the numbers to back that up. Circumstantially, I did notice that I started ranking up in the classes more often by making this a habit. Before I get into the question, Featherhoof, I I know I've been Shoot. that's how I've been power leveling so much because I've been uh, I gotta go, fighting mobs. I gotta go change my settings. Has been talking about this on his stream, Chris. How did you miss that? Uh, when was this? Um, almost every day this week. Oh, I haven't watched his stream this week. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm aware of this feather hoof. The problem is that when I'm trying to get from point A to point B, and it's a low level mob where even the bonus EXP is going to be negligible, that's when I don't want a huge chain attack to happen. Um, when I'm fighting like a, I'm level 89 and I'm fighting a level 93 elite, yeah, I want the chain attack to go off at the last sliver of health. But when I'm deliberately grinding, but not so much when I'm trying to do the story. But I get what you're saying, and I appreciate the advice, but I already figured that out. Anyway, from his question of the week answer, anytime a game has me kill a dog, I might like cats more than dogs and horses better than cats, but the evil bastards making the games put in the loud pained yelp sound effect when the doggos die. It makes me feel terrible every time. (laughs) Oh wait, that sounds like pack dogs. <laughs> um, you probably have you played Last of Us because I've heard that one is pretty bad about the dog sound. No, I haven't. And the humans get kind of upset. Nice. I wouldn't know. I feel like every time I've ever played a game that had a dog that needed to be shot, the dogs were pretty monstrous and vicious anyway. You know, one of the worst times I felt bad watching a game where something died was when I was watching footage of someone playing GTA 3 and running over an old person. (laughs) 
and she just <laughs> fell over and screamed. And it was like, oh my God, this is horrendous. Yeah, that sounds pretty violent. Other times I've seen that game and people are just plowing through crowds and the sidewalks and it's like, it doesn't affect me at all. But like just that one time it's like, oh God, I can't, I can't even watch this anymore. I don't know how much you guys played Vanilla WoW, but did, um, were there people that were superstitious about killing Mr. Bigglesworth? <laughs> Anna. Um, our guild got extra DKP for whoever killed Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> Bonus DKP. Was it a superstition that people thought you got better loot for killing him, or was he easier? Yeah. He's just a cat I, I, that's in the... just a right-click one kill. Yeah, it's just a critter. Yeah. Okay. Because I've heard multiple stories that people thought that that would engage the hard mode. It does the same uh, thing the, the Crystal and Diablo 2's chat does. Okay. Nothing, well, Kelly. It does nothing. Okay. Well, re- regardless, I'm happy that you got him as a mini pet later. Yeah. Um, from Plotty M, my podcast partner in crime, I've never felt bad. I play to win. If someone's got to go, someone's got to go. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap, man. <laughs> oh, Matt, you're a riot. Um, he also said, okay, I've got to ask after the colossal bet on the battle system in Xenoblade 3, what is, I know. what is it that keeps everyone playing Exactly! <laughs> I don't understand it! Why do I keep playing this when I think the battle system kind of meh? <laughs> the battle system and fun participation is my number one reason for playing games and Final Fantasy XII is probably my least favorite game I ever rolled credits on due to how little agency I felt I had on a moment-to-moment basis in the battle system. I've never played Xenoblade and I'm not an MMO fan. What is there for a gamer like me to latch on to in these games? What keeps you all coming back? So I leveraged the auto battle to not get tired of the battle system and then, Matt, I'll tell you what, I have agency over the chain attacks and the music theme chains, and you feel like a total anime badass doing chain attacks and trying to optimize it and seeing how high you can get that number at the end and if you can wipe out the enemy with your single chain attack. That's all I got. Yeah, if you, if you, if you have them at half health and you can get them to dead, that's pretty awesome. Um, also, I, I don't know about you, Chris, but I would say the battle system in Xenoblade's kind of its it's most weak, weak yeah. aspect. Yeah. For me, Xenoblade is about the exploration and the story. Yeah. And all three nah, Xenoblades. The music. Had, <laughs> it's the music yeah, the this music. time. <laughs> um, all, all three Xenoblades have had pretty excellent stories. And the worlds themselves are so huge. Um, that's why I've gotten very OCD about trying to max or try to fill out all the map. Because it's like, I need to see what's in every single corner of this map. And I know that that's probably not selling you on the game, Matt. Um, I, I guess for people like me, it's kind of a balance. I, I said this on Backtrack the other day. I can, I can deal with lackluster gameplay if I'm having fun in the story. And vi- the vice versa is also true. I can um, deal with a crappy story if the battle battling is fun. Um, bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> that sounded like you got afraid of a spider. <laughs> I am a cold. She rang yeah, the rafters on that too. one. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at the waveform. <laughs> Just solid vertical bar. <laughs> I turned away. <laughs> and, and yeah, Xenoblade's story this time around is pretty good. Like I'm, I keep asking Christy, you past chapter five yet? Are, are you to chapter five? I'm busy exploring. <laughs> yeah, because stuff happens in the story at the end of chapter four that's like kind of mind blowing. Patty, it's got it's got grinding and exploring and a thousand systems and they're all decent enough and better than the battle system and I want to engage in them all and there's so many things for me to collect and oh my gosh, I just need a dark wisp and I don't know where they are. <sighs> just use coins. Or is this one no. that you can't use coins? No, for? I won't use coins. I refuse okay. actually, um it it sorry. Spoiler. What? I have 
found the dark wisp. It's something okay. else I'm actually looking for. Not a spoiler. Um, spoiler for me. Um, I have found the, the dark wisp. There's something else I need now. And darn it, Kelly, I could use coins, but I don't want to because they're gold coins. And I assume there's something better to spend them on later. Oh, that's fair. And then there's um, the one, the Colony 30 quest that takes forever. And that one, I don't, I, you can't use coins on it. It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to go back and see if anything I've retrieved can go towards that. Um, it's like there's your there's your reason for not skipping enemies when you're over leveled. Yeah, really. Because otherwise you'll um, miss those parts. I'm I'm sorry, Maddie. That that was a, kind of a non-answer. I don't think we fully understand it. <laughs> it's just too big of a game. You need a good reviewer to summarize that stuff for you, and that's not me, at least. Uh, but yeah, I think the story and the exploration makes up for the lackluster gameplay in this particular series. And and it depends on your tastes. Um, that's pretty much the best way I could answer it. Um, and then finally, from Anime Man, um, he says, "Yes, in Final Fantasy XIV, there's one NPC you have to fight near the end of Endwalker that you was not expecting to fight. And when he won the fight, I was like, no, this is not what I wanted. And he had to be intentionally vague because of spoilers. Have I mentioned? I think my answer to this is the end of uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's rough. And you have to pull the trigger. And it's, oh, it's the worst. Does the game, like, pretty much make you pull the trigger? It does not progress unless you cannot leave, you cannot quit, you cannot exit until you pull the trigger. Because I remember in Metal Gear Solid 1, you tried to kill somebody and it he, he wouldn't pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. He kept saying, no, no, I can't do it, no. Mm-hmm. You have to pretty much mash the button to kind of get even through that sequence. Yeah, it's been a while since I played Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah, that's different. Um, but yeah, oof. Um, just one second before we start news, I need to really quick blow my nose because I'm very congested. <gasps> oh congested, Kelly says. Honk. Let me quick. Be How you doing over there, blow. Anna? Checking in with your side of the desk. Okay, nose blowings all around. What can I do to overcome the noise of the nose blowings? Look at these two kitty cats sleeping on a bed. We have the close-up one who's brown, breathing up and down, and the one in the back who's black, sleeping like a sack of cat. And that doesn't rhyme well, And but they are there. Hello, kitties. Are we back? Are we back? Kelly? She's still blowing her nose. Anna Marie. Okay, do I sound, oh, yep, do I sound better? You sound the same. I had to clear my throat because I just felt sinusy. Let all me around. clear my throat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I woke up really congested today. Well, I talked over Anna Marie blowing her nose. We talked about the kitty cats sleeping on the camera. Oh, you can't see those if you're on the podcast. I'm sorry. There's kitty cats on the live camera. Let's make it big. I have, I have a kitty cat in my lap. Yeah. She's been being a pain all morning. Oh, what a shock. I love you, Alice. Um, are, we, are we ready for news? We are. Excellent news. Genshin Impact version 3.0 update is launching this week. Cool. Oh, boy. Does does anybody play Genshin Impact here? Not out of on us? the show. No, but lots of people play Genshin Impact. Um, I tried to get into it, but I just couldn't. But... Great news. Now you can uh, play this title update called The Morn of a Thousand Roses Brings. Oh, no, wait. The Morn a Thousand Roses Brings. Okay. That was hard to read. Um, oh, well, I guess that has crossplay and cross save now? I didn't know that. I think it always um, so did. This, but, all right. this version 3.0 adds the nation of Sumeru, the fourth nation in the game. It makes the Dendro element playable. Um. You'll be able to visit multiple segments. Uh, it adds elemental, more elemental chain reactions because of the dendro element. Um, obviously, there's probably new characters, uh, new weapons, all, all sorts of stuff. I have no context for any of this stuff. I'm sure you Genshin Impact players know what's going on. But it's going to be available next week on August 24th. So you can be excited about 
free update. It looks interesting. There you go. That's, I got that's nothing. That's the one thing that's always interested me about this game is how pretty it looks. I just have had I've had other paid stuff that I've had to play. Um, we've also got Pascal's Wager getting new DLC. It's called Dance of the Throne, and it's going to be released. I I guess it's already out. Um, how much is with it? With a PC, dollar uh, ninety nine. What? You have a new playable character, and. You go through reworked stages, and you can defeat all the enemies as quickly as possible to gain the highest score on the leaderboards. Okay. So, I guess you can be excited about that. Um, We've got the deck-building RPG Across the Obelisk that has finally come out. This was an uh, early We'll cover this now. This came out last week, and we didn't cover that it was coming out, so Okay. I think it was in full in early access for a while and okay. came out this week and is available on PC, Mac, Linux, and Steam. Is this a uh, multiplayer one? No, you just you create a party and you have tactical turn-based combat. Um, you could do co-op. Yeah, so it is party. multiplayer. There you go. Four-player so, co-op. That looks kind of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm blowing through these stories pretty fast, but it's been kind of a slow news week anyway. Um, oh, the dragon, the dragon mask with the pangolin. Yeah. So that's got a gameplay guide video. Um, it is a strategy RPG heavily inspired by Heroes of Might and Magic. Oh, mm-hmm. I think you said that you played. I did. I played the, some of the demo of this. Um, I didn't even it? finish the demo. It's Heroes of Might and Magic, but like more approachable and seems easier. So I should love it. And yet it didn't grip me and I don't understand why. And it's probably just because I'm distracted with other games and don't feel like in, in the mood for one of these. But ah, gotcha. I think if you're into home games, you should look at this. Um, It's supposed to release for PC via Steam on September oh, 1st right. and has a demo currently for players to try out. I've been streaming videos, but only showing the cats on the stream. <laughs> uh, Oops. But the cats are so cute. Yeah. There we go. Uh... I can't tell. Is that Scamper or Twinkie? That's Scamper and Eclipse. Okay. Yeah, I know which one the black one is. I can never, I can never tell your two tabbies apart. I know. Neither can we. Um, Boyfriend Dungeon Secret Weapons update is now. They added more to add... Bo- Boyfriend Dungeon. I need to boot that up again and try out this new stuff. It's a free update. It adds Jota the Axe and Leia the Hammer, as well as a new dungeon and romanceable boss called Dr. Holmes the Whip. Dr. Holmes the Whip. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I was pretty mad on this game when it came out because it just felt incomplete. You can date but... a, you can pet a, you can become platonic friends with a cat. Yeah, I became friends with the cat. Okay, he was then. very cute. Um, we've also got a superhero strategy RPG announced called Capes, um, made by Spitfire Interactive, set up by key members of the Hand of Fate series. And yeah, Cape is set 10 years after some supervillains emerged, and having superpowers is considered a crime, but a new generation of heroes is ready to try and fight back. And you can recruit and train heroes to take on missions across the city. I I don't think there's that many superhero themed RPGs out there, is there? No, not really. Um, I mean, what was the old one? Uh, shoot, there's a City of Heroes. No, the TRPG. Um, oh, yeah, doesn't matter. Superhero TRPG. <sighs> uh, tangentially related, She Hulk is just started this week and it's been pretty funny (laughs) it's good the first episode is pretty good (laughs) i do like how in the middle of the episode bruce banner is chiding her about controlling her anger and she goes over all of the things that have made her angry in the first episode in a diatribe about all of the ways that women have to not show their anger yeah, and be sure you watch after the stinger. The I, I wish um Disney Plus would have a stinger mode so that it would not try to skip to the next episode because trying to get to that was a pain in the ass. And the stinger was so freaking funny. I can't even say it on stream. Thank you, Henduckable Freedom Force is the old game I was thinking about. 
Ah, oh, gotcha. What the heck is Freedom? <laughs> it's an old PC game. Sorry, I'm distracted by the what you've got up now, which is the Labyrinth of Zangetsu, which is getting a Western release. Looks like a Okami meets a dungeon crawler. Oh my gosh, I remember this game. When was this? When was this out? It was this. Uh... This is like a 20 year old game. Which one? Freedom oh. Force. Freedom Force. Yeah, but yeah. now we're looking at uh, Labyrinth of Zangetsu. So P-Cube announced that it's going to be releasing Acquire's next dungeon crawler, Labyrinth of Zangetsu. Um, plans, it, the game releases in Japan next month, but it's supposed to come out uh, on, in the West in early 2023. And it's heavily influenced by Japanese culture with audio inspired by Gagakumu's music and no drama. Oh, gosh. These things are horrific. Oh, those monsters. monsters? Yeah. It was just eyes. All eyes. Yeah, this is... I want to like this, but I'm probably not going to play it. <laughs> so the eyes will creep you out, but the penis monsters in Lost Child were fine? Yeah, weirdly. <laughs> She's got her priorities. I mean, I've, I'm uh, pretty... What's the word? Ocular phobic, too? <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. Too many eyeballs. Uh, uh, yeah, um, eyeballs creep me out. I I like how like P Cube has all of a sudden become like this force of we're gonna put out all of the RPGs now and all of the visual novels and it's like well, I'm here for it. Yep. Tell I'm me more about Broken Roads. So Versus Evil is expected to publish Broken Roads in 2023. Uh, they've taken over for the publisher Drop Bear Bites. And the game is set in Western Australia and follows a group of companions as they travel across the region, making allies, battling enemies, and investigating strange going on. Is this an isometric tactical TRP or CRPG? It looks like a Dr. Thunder Fallout to Dr. me. Dr. Thunder Fallout? Dr. Thunder Fallout. <laughs> yep, that looks like a Fallout-type game. Slightly different-looking battle system because you need to be distinct. Got conversations where it looks like you have four different quadrants of some sort of reaction like system. Huh? This looks like Van Helsing. No. Um, like visually, sure. But the gameplay is not Diablo. Okay. And Van Helsing very much is. Okay. But you're running around isometrically, so there is that sort of similarity. But then I think when you go to da- battle, it becomes you can only move so far. Not grid-based, so there's that at least, if you're tired of grid-based stuff. But yeah, this looks like one of those games where you can optionally talk your way out of most things, though I don't know for sure. That's how you tell a good Fallout game from a bad one. Can you actually talk your way out of everything, or no? That's the way I think of it. Hey, the next story reminded me that Square Enix Collective was a thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, They picked up Little Goody Two Shoes through the initiative. Um, it is a narrative-based horror RPG acting as an homage to PlayStation and PlayStation 2 titles. And that's all we know about the game thus far. So it's interesting. Astral Shift is a team of people that are pretty well-known in the RPG Maker community. Okay. And they they're on... remaking um, Pocket Mirror, which is to say I think they're porting it off of RPG Maker onto something that can actually go on consoles. Ah, uh, neither of those games are for me because they're horror titles. But um, I'm always happy to see things that were previously um, built in RPG Maker see a life outside of the RPG Maker community. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite games recently have been like RFL, which started out as an RPG Maker game. So, carrying on, we got. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm curious how curious how that's gonna play out. It looks. One not screenshot the artwork looks looks interesting, and I yeah I'll wait till I hear see more gameplay. Yeah, now we've got briefs. Uh, Spirit of the Island is out on PC right now with other platforms to follow. Uh, the other platforms are going to be in 2023. This is a kind of a sim RPG. Mm. You are going to play this, Anna? Mm-hmm. Your town building and farming. I don't know these these. Indie town farm slice of life games. Yeah. Have kind of disappointed. You're playing a free to play one right now. Yeah. That's sad. 
Okay. That you'd rather play the free-to-play one. I'm not saying you're wrong to make that choice, but if that's the state of the industry, that's depressing me. That the free-to-play ones would be better. <laughs> By the way, guys, Anna wants me to play Octopath so bad that she told me that a cat lays on you when you go to sleep. Yes! Yeah! So inside of the new Octopath mobile game, you uh, you can build the Nameless Town. And when you lie down to take a nap in the Nameless Town to restore your HP and SP, a little cat comes and curls up next to you. And it is so unbelievably cute. <laughs> Um, are you going to play Guild Wars 2? It's finally heading to Steam. She did play Guild Wars 2. Yeah, I pooped out of it pretty fast. I played a little bit of it a while back, and I was having fun, but once again got distracted by other shiny objects. Um, I think the thing that was frustrating me was um, you get a ton of experience doing exploration stuff, um, mm-hmm. via pu- via like a puzzle platformer ish system, mm-hmm. and I was really struggling with that. But you can play as cats with horns. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Anno mut- mutation nim. How do you say that? Mutation. Mutation. Sure, I'm going with mutation nim is heading to switch at the start of September. Looks very cyberpunk. Yeah. What is this about? We've talked about the Anno series before. Okay. There's a cyber dragon. Okay. Cool. That works for uh, me. Side-scrolling action RPG Black Witchcraft is hitting the PC in September. This is a Metroidvania, looks like, with a kind of a contrasty art style. Oh, yeah. Is it Soulsy or just action? I think action. Okay. And then Road Warden, a text-based adventure RPG, is arriving what? in September. A yeah. text-based adventure RPG? Um, combines elements from RPGs, visual novels, adventure games, and interactive fiction. And the trailer and has the, none of the gameplay. <laughs> Here we go. The art style <laughs> looks like uh, that sword and sorcery. Oh, yeah. This is game. totally like you've got a picture showing where you are on the left. You've got your your text box in the middle with your choices at the bottom. And then your stats on the right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. This looks kind of fun. Ooh, and you you have to actually type what you're interested in asking people about. Uh, Oh. My interest just got... (laughs) Anna wants a question. She wants a list of topics and knows when she's exhausted them all. Mm Mm-hmm. I know you. I'm like you. Finally, Lovecraft's Untold Stories 2 finds a new release date. It is now set to arrive on September 13th, 2022. This is a roguelike action RPG. Well, I wonder what the first one is like. Probably a roguelike action RPG. (laughs) Okay. Uh Uh-oh. I've got Skype boops happening. That means someone's giving me some background info about a story we just talked about. Let's see what we got coming in off the Skype. So, yeah, Plotty's yelling at us. You skipped my feedback. No, we didn't, Plotty. He's yelling at us? Yeah. We I, totally I, talked about your feedback, Plotty. Yeah. And we heavily we reacted it to it. Lot. Yeah. You you had, like, the most discussion on your feedback. So don't give us that. You just didn't watch. What do you mean you skipped his reply? His reply? Did he reply on the... I don't know. Let's see. Where did he reply? Oh, I have to scroll up the chat. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Someone's going to yeah. have to help me because I can't. This is what I see when I look at the Skype window. If you're on the yeah, screen. Elaborate, you might need to elaborate because we've been kind of all over the place. Um, oh, Tam's helping. Yeah, yes. So, so I put in. One sec. Let me mute Twitch. Um, so I put in Matt's feedback. By, but Severn had replied to him on the website, and I had skipped oh. adding that in because it was only particular to the Xenoblade Chronicles stuff. Oh, oh, and, okay. And your and actually your responses in the podcast were Severn's response on oh. the website. Too. Okay, so, okay. Which is that everything else is good, and we can't explain it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Tam. Thank Sorry, you. Platty, for the confusion. Uh, Revving reporter Tam with the help. Coming at you from over the Skype superhighway, the anime man. 
with live feedback. That was a helicopter because he's floating over the internet. No? Okay. Is it time for me to talk about what's coming out this week? Yeah. Yeah, Chris, what's coming out this week? All right. So we talked, we touched on Across the Obelisk and Spirit of the Island coming out last week. So this week is Soul Hackers 2. Soul Hackers. That's the big one. Anna, are you going to start playing Soul Hackers immediately upon receiving it? Um, probably. So that will get you off of Octopath and put Sakuna back on the pile of shame above Mary Skelter? So I think my plans this week, which I was going to talk about at the end of the show. Oh, oh, I'm so, be... no, we can wait. Okay. Well, All right. Well, happening over here. Fallen Legion Revenants and Fallen Legion Rise to Glory come out for Windows, PS5, Xbox, and Xbox Series X. Is anyone going to finally jump into Fallen Legion? Uh, no. Okay. I was a teenage exo-colonist, which is a deck-building role-playing game. Comes out this week for all things. Uh, Mac, Windows, Linux, Switch, PS4, PS5. Oh, no Xbox, so not all the things. SD Gundam Battle Alliance for Windows, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. It's an action role-playing game with Gundams, so Tam will probably play it. Uh, Yeah, he says SD Gundam is mine. Nexomon plus Nexomon Extinction Complete Collection for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. If uh, you wanted to pick up the Nexomon games in a bundle, there you go. Um, the second one is the good one, <laughs> from what I hear. But yeah, you might need to play. Yeah, play the. I mean, it's gonna sound stupid, but play the first one first because it kind of sets up the second one. Or just don't play the first one and don't worry about it. Problem is, is I played better. the second one first. Yeah, now you don't yeah. want to play the first one. Yeah. Which is fine. You don't well, need to play all the games. Just play the good one. I know. Well, didn't the second one come out first? On console. Okay, the right. This was an iOS game, right? Uh, PC. PC, okay. At some point next year, if we schedule it, we're going to have to have a backtrack about uh, Pokemon clones. Ooh. Do you have to wait for that um, te- Isle of Tenno? What the hell's the... You mean Temtem? Temtem. You have to wait for that to get to the two-year mark first? We might. But then do you go off the early access release or the actual release? (laughs) Yes. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, And that's all I got for new releases for you this week. We have a story about All Hell Temos coming to Steam early access in the fall. So you can look forward to that. All Hell Temos is a first-person action RPG um, that looks very Minecraft-y-esque in its graphics. A little better, but yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you all, what are you going to play this? Well, wait, wait, wait. We got editorials. Oh, 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 catch me up. Um, so Sam Walker reviewed Baron Breakfast. Um, said that it's kind of a relaxing RPG. She was talking about it the other day. Um, looks very cute. Um, gives it a 3.5 out of 5. Says it has an adorable story and characters with a serene soundtrack and hotel management is frantic and fun. Um, the downsides, item const- items constantly get stuck in environments, no option to sell unwanted items, and not enough inventory space. So. How have you not played this yet, Anna? Are you really not interested in Bear and Breakfast? I have it on my wish list. Okay. I'm cheap. Okay. Fair it enough. looks very Good cute. <laughs> and then we've also got a Soul Hackers 2 review. I could tell that the embargo lifted because that's all my Twitter was filled with this week was <laughs> Soul Hackers 2 reviews. Uh-oh. That's um, good? From- bad? Uh, Louis Mauricio. Lar- largely good. Yeah, it gave, gives it a 4 out of 5. Says it has nice tweaks in excellent battle system, a distinctive art style, and most staples of the SMT franchise. And the negatives are, yet has new impactful original features. And the simpler mechanics may remove some of the challenge for veterans. Mm. It's only huh. got a 63 on Open Critic. Whew. Yeah, a bunch of the negative reviews are from people that are like, I've never played an RPG. This is my first RPG review. It's terrible, the end. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that. (laughs) Well, I mean, there is. Understand that it is not a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination. And I suspect that I'm going to have a number of complaints about it. But I would say that deep dive into why these scores are ambivalent before you just look at it and go, oh, your, yeah. Your tolerance for why RPGs are the way they are will it's come into high. play here, Yes, is what I'm saying. So for you and me, who have a high tolerance for janky RPG history, 
it's going to be fine. And for other people, they're going to be like, why is this like this? Why would you do this? <laughs> sure, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most people listening to the RPG cast... Yeah, you as our listeners, you're probably in the in the group that can deal with this. <laughs> so yeah, looks looks like sevens and up for, for people used to RPGs, if that's how I should be looking I, at. I sort of don't... Un- <laughs> This is going to sound really ignorant. I sort of don't understand why major news outlets give the complicated RPGs like the Personas to people that either this is don't like such RPGs. such an old or... debate. Like, should a good game be good to any player or should it only be good? Should the sports games only be reviewed to sports by sports game players? And I think, what did we settle on? Like yes, they should only be reviewed by the sports game players because they know what the sports that game players want. Hard. <laughs> and reviewing is hard. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a nuanced thing. Is it? In the end, absolutely nothing about Soul Hackers is trying to appeal to the mainstream. So having someone who isn't into RPGs review it is just whatever a appealing weird. to the mainstream even means. I mean, you ask 10 people, you're going to get 10 different answers. Well, then there is no mainstream. (laughs) It is sort of like pornography. You know it when you see it. Yeah. How many currencies does your game have? If it's over 12, it's a mainstream game. (laughs) But but is it over 9,000? No, it's not Diablo Immortal. Come on, Kelly. Um, one thing that we did not put in our editorial content, and I want to call it out because I wanted to be part of our question of the week is we put out a ton of content on our YouTube channel this week. Oh, where do I find that on the website? Uh, it is specifically unique to the YouTube. There's no cross-reference call out to the website? Not currently. Or or from the website to the YouTube? Not currently. We should probably do something about that. You should talk to Phil about that. Well, if... If they already know about it, I will trust them to sort it out. But You should okay. talk to Phil about that if okay. that's what you want. Okay. As the owner of the site. I have no editorial control. Say, hey, if you make video content, I have also no put it on index. editorial control. Not having editorial control is different from I cannot, I do not feel like I can express my opinion, Chris. <laughs> I'll just put a story that says, hey, look at our YouTube. All right. So we put out a whole bunch of content uh, oh, this week. Where can people YouTube, find that? YouTube.com slash RPGamer. You sound like you're not sure. I can't remember if we got the name back at some if point. If I look at uploads, all I've got is JC Servant playing Dragon Quest. There's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So what am I looking for here? What's the new stuff? How do I sort for the new stuff? Um, okay. Um, I only see one thing. I see Hairfrog putting a look back at Baldur's Gate. Yep. Two days ago. Is that one of the new things? Yep. Okay. And Scar's top 10 SNES RPGs? Yep. Okay. And the new release roundup is happening every week, it looks like. So that's cool. Yep. Okay. So that's what to do. So really, this is meant for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and just hear some video content coming up, including some cool stuff. And oh, look, a video review of Hand of Merlin. There you go. So actually, it's stuff over the last two weeks that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. This is relatively new. We've done some of this stuff in the past, and we're given another swing. So here's our question of the week. Um, what sort of stuff do you watch on YouTube? And that can be video game related or not video, or that and can be RPG related or not RPG. I just want to know what sort of YouTube thumbnail experience do you want to have? <laughs> So we've well, <laughs> what sort of facial expression? We've been making fun face. of like the standard um youtube uh thumbnail, thumbnail which is like a guy making an incredibly exaggerated overreaction um expression and yeah we should put out some of those i think we've put them out on the discord we might not have put them out in a public channel but we should definitely put out more of those on the on the public channel so that people can see them i i am definitely tired of the uh guy making a annoyed face with a clickbaity title like i played bow and wonderworld and you don't so you don't have to and the guy looks pissed <laughs> off what about the dude who's got the same stock photo with just a different character from the game pasted over the head that says stop before you buy or before you buy blank and then it's the same thing where they review the game 
Before you buy. Yeah, that's annoying too. Before you buy. It's his thing. It's fine. I just, they're probably really good videos. I just, I got so tired of those thumbnails. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry that that one was referencing a very specific one. And, and if that person is listening, I apologize. I am just so tired of the thumbnail with the clickbaity title. Oh, Kelly, the the thing is, I have no idea what you're referring to because there's so many and they're all the yeah, same. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think that is as unique yeah, as you might, not, yeah. might uh, in, envision it being. Okay. You so know, I, I I, I've that. come around full circle already. I'm back on, the, I like the Before You Buy logos now. So, because he's clever with them. <laughs> Sorry, I'll make up my mind eventually. I mean, look at this Gran Turismo 7 one. He just puts a car on for that. What? <laughs> Look on the stream. All right. Thanks, Kelly. No. Thanks, Anna. What are you going to play this week? Thanks, Chris. Hi. Uh, what are you going to play this week, to, Kelly? I need to finish Xenoblade because Soul Hackers is coming out. And it was hilarious when I was like, I need I need to finish Xenoblade before Soul Hackers comes out. And he was like, um, Soul Hackers comes out this week. Wait, what? Oh. So. I'm so playing more Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Yeah. What about you, Anna Marie? I'm gonna try to finish up Octopath. Gonna try to finish up Psychonauts: Rise and Ruin. Uh, and I feel like I've signed up for four review games since September. Please save me now. I'm oh, so <laughs> booked. For There's too much good stuff coming out. <sighs> Here's one where he's got Sonic on his head. <laughs> this channel, by the way, is Gamer Anx, Gamer Anx. Gamer Rinks? I don't know. Game Rinks? Game Rinks? Yeah. yeah. They're the ones who do the, the before you buy things. But you should watch uh, You should watch RB our Gamer channel, though. Yes. Yeah. And leave comments on things that you like so that we actually know what things to do. And answer our question of the week. And subscribe and tell all your friends about the RPG Cast. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye! -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.